Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to Spiritual Queen's Badass Podcast. My name is Emma Mumford and I'm your host. I'm an award-winning blogger, YouTuber, life coach, badass entrepreneur, manifester, and author. My mission is to awaken and to inspire women to live their best lives now and to find their purpose in life. I do this through sharing the power of law of attraction and spirituality. I hope my podcast will inspire you to raise your game and to start living your best life today. Without further ado, let's get started with this week's episode. So thank you so much guys for joining me for another one of my podcast episodes today. I am so delighted to have the incredible Hay House author Kyle Gray with me today to talk all things angels and his beautiful new oracle cards, Angels and Ancestors. So Kyle Gray is an international best-selling Hay House author of six books, including the much-loved Raise Your Vibration, Angel Prayers, and the co-creator of three oracle card decks, including Keepers of the Light, and the Angel and Ancestors Oracle cards, which have newly launched and are fantastic. So thank you so much, Carl, for joining me today. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. Amazing. So my lovely followers have sent you some fab questions. And the first one is, when did you first spiritually awaken? What's your story? Uh, my journey started really young. Uh, when I was four years old, I had, just after um, having a virus, I had a virus called Guillain-Barre syndrome. I'm not sure if you've heard about that. Basically, it's a virus that attacks your nervous system and it's an autoimmune. And in order for your body to protect itself, it actually switches the nervous system off. So I was paralyzed in a wheelchair uh, for just over nine months uh, when I was around three-ish. And then after recovery, um, or during recovery, my grandmother was also in a wheelchair. So both of us were in wheelchairs at the same time in the same house. And I remember one night she was moved from um, our family home to the hospital. And a neighbor called Margaret was looking out for me. And I remember going to sleep. And um, it was the week that school was starting. I was really excited about school starting. I remember having just bought my Ninja Turtles lunchbox. So it's like all set up for school. And uh, I went to sleep and I remember waking up through the night and my grandmother was sitting at the bottom of my bed. And uh, I just remember thinking, oh, she's come home. She's come home from hospital. And uh, she flipped me over on my belly 
and she tickled my back, which was a real comforting thing for me because, because I was paralyzed. I couldn't feel my legs. Um, I couldn't move my legs for so long. Um, so people would tickle my back because that was the one place I had sensation. And I remember just waking up the next morning and going to my grandmother's bedroom and she wasn't there. And later on that day, you know, throughout that day, I kept asking my mother, where's my nana? Where's my nana? And my my mum couldn't answer. But it turns out through the night, my grandmother actually passed away. And so my first kind of spiritual experience was, was seeing the the soul of my grandmother and having a very visceral experience of her. And it was something that really haunted me in a sense for so long because I could never really fathom or fully understand what had happened. But I believe um, my grandmother, because we had such a strong bond, used that as an opportunity to kind of remind me that she'll always be with me. Uh, And I think because I was paralyzed, for so long, I had a natural sensitivity that really, I was open in a way. Uh, And that was like the initial experience. And from there onwards, I had had heaps of experiences and visitors um, from all different realms, um, all the way up until my teenage years. It's incredible, like such a fascinating story and so lovely that your nan was the person able to introduce you to this? Like, that must be really special. It's really interesting because since, you know, then, there's been a lot of, obviously because of my life and how it's turned out, we've obviously investigated, you know, you know what could have happened. It turns out, like, my great-grandmother um, was a tea leaf reader and also had psychic experiences. And my grandmother turns out hosted seances um so it's actually been part of my heritage but we never really knew until more recent years which is kind of interesting so it was kind of set up for me in a way yeah definitely sounds like it so what led you to discover that you wanted to work with angels and share their message right so because i just want to get a clear distinction between angels and and spirit for me like the angels are not our deceased relatives. They are a, a completely different, essentially, a race, a different kind of uh, race of beings. So um, after that experience with my grandmother, I kind of like went through life always being a dreamer, but also really going through all of these greater questions as to you know what goes beyond this life and what happens next. And I got to kind of my teenage years and I got interested in a TV show that essentially saved my life called Buffy the Vampire Slayer. And Buffy was like my first introduction to the idea that magic was a real thing. And through Buffy, I got interested in like Wicca and crystals and that kind of led me down the path to be interested in Reiki. And then a family friend had said to me, have you ever looked into angels? And I was like, well, I'm not really interested in Christian stuff. Like, that was my initial response because even though I'd had spiritual experiences, I went through the Boys Brigade. Have you, have you heard of that? Is that no, a thing? I haven't. No. The Boys Brigade. The Boys Brigade, it's like a Christian um, 
boys club. It's kind of like scouts, but it's like a Christian one. Um, so it's kind of like, uh, you know, you learn how to march and all these kind of stuff. So it's kind of like a regimented Christian boys club and it's kind of worldwide. But I was in Boys Brigade and I went to Sunday school every week as a, a, in a Christian church. And they had said to me eventually that it was either God or Buffy. And I had chosen Buffy. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I didn't really like the idea at, at first of Angels because it, it, it seemed to me at the time very ignorant it was a Christian idea. And so she said, no, Angels aren't Christian. They, they are mentioned within Christian, you know, philosophy but they're beyond that and she said why don't you come upstairs and um i'll read your angel cards and i was like and i remember the first time i ever seen angel cards and i was like lit up you know i was uh, you know fascinated that this little pouch of velvet you know contained these cards that could communicate with another realm you know there was no denying angels existed for me ever i always believed i don't know why i just knew they existed and um i remember the first card i picked it was synchronicity and when i look back then i'm like of course it was synchronicity because that was like a a synchronistic event and so overnight i became obsessed with angels and I read every single book I could find um, on them. And I remember learning that angels couldn't help us in our life unless we gave them permission. And all through my life, from that tender age of four, all the way up until present day in that moment, I had had this reoccurring headache. It was like a migraine. I, met, like, I missed so much school. So I had this sore head. And I realized that the, this migraine headache was actually my sensitivity trying to cope with the world. Mm. And I learned that the angels would help us if we asked them. So my instant idea was, if angels can help me with anything I ask, I'm going to ask them to fix my headache. And um, I said, if, you know, I just said a prayer, you know, angels, if you're here, thank you for healing my head. And the headache disappeared wow. instantly. And so for me, that was what, you know, Louise Hay calls that a demonstration, the demonstration of spirit, the demonstration of the angels. And for me, that was like, that was enough. You know, like I was like, holy smokes, these beings exist. And so from then on, I like made it a daily practice to like speak to angels. And for me, I was like a bit of a weird kid and I didn't really I, like, I think a lot of people felt like that, but didn't really know how to say it. I, I just didn't feel like I fitted in. And the angels became like this whole other place I could go to in my heart and in my mind and speak to people and feel like I really had friends. And, and that was really my, my, the beginning of my journey. And so I, I don't think I necessarily chose it at first. It was just something that was there. It became like a comfort to me. Amazing. So how can we connect with our angels? And obviously archangels are probably the most famously known angels out there. Is it just archangels or are there different types of angels? So, you know, I think it's important just to, to share a, bit, a little bit about that. Like for me, since going on from learning that angels were real just from that 
that experience of being essentially healed, I um, then went onwards to kind of figure out that we all have a guardian angel uh, or one or more. And it's this, this incredible being that is an extension of love. And just to kind of get that clear to everyone that's listening, from my perception, an angel is a, a divine being. Uh, if you were to describe God as a heart or the one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Universe as a heart, every time my heart was to beat, the beat would be an angel. And so angels are one with the divine or one with the universe, not separate from but express themselves as individual so that we can have a personal relationship with them. And so to make it easier and understandable, I just say an angel is God in drag. Like that's <laughs> So, and I love RuPaul's Drag Race, right? So an angel is God in drag. So it's essentially the divine giving itself a form so that we can create a bond with it. And I think angels essentially are like the secretaries of, of God or of the divine. And so that's my understanding. But in theology, which is this, you know, the study of religion and divinity, there, there's, a, there's a kind of graph that describes all the different types of angels. So at the very top, you have beings called seraphim and all the way down the scale you get to the bottom and it's archangels and angels. And the best way to describe it is God is kind of like the CEO. And then the um, angels are like customer service. And then the archangels are like shift manager. Does that make sense? It's <laughs> a great explanation. <laughs> you know, that's the best way to describe it. And so there's like, like a chart of different angels. But for me, when I'm, you know, if I'm ever... And this is the one thing I want to share that everyone, we can all speak to angels. We don't have to have a gift. Um, it's something that's within us. The best way for me to understand it is I kind of see the angels kind of like my cousins. Like I came from the same creator. I'll return to the same place that they are within right now. Um, and so the angels, when I'm speaking to them, I just speak to angels generically. 
and I believe that whatever angel is best able to help me in whatever circumstance I'm going through, they'll be there. But the one thing that I found is to connect deeper with angels, we don't always have to call on them when things are going wrong. And that's the biggest mistake that most people make when it comes to developing a spiritual practice. Most of us go to prayer or meditation or a yoga class or whatever when the stuff hits the fan, right? It's kind of like the final resort. And I find that the, the angels are far more able to help me in my life when, when I'm in a place where I'm always speaking to them like, angels, it feels so good to know you're with me today that we had this successful launch or angels, it feels so good to know that you're with me as I'm on my way to Sainsbury's, you know, like the, the normal day-to-day -day things. And so that when, when the stuff hits the fan and when things go wrong, I'm already in a place where I've opened up the connection. I've opened up the communication. That's brilliant. I think it's so important because people forget that. I think it's like with any spiritual practice, law of attraction, whatever you want to call it, you know, mm -hmm. we all rush to it and we're like, help. But actually, if we did these like spiritual practices every day, as little as, you know, as little as you even say of just connecting, then, you know, when things do go wrong, the help is already there. And we're already in a higher vibration to connect with that. You know, it's so funny. I I'm really interested in this system called the Course in Miracles. And it says that if we dedicate at least five minutes of our morning to the divine that we set ourselves up for the holy to, to kind of come in at any point we need them. And I think it's just about recognizing um, for me that I'm never alone. And I really believe that everyone that's listening to this is never alone. And I think it's about loving yourself enough to come into the thinking that you are never walking alone. You know, that feels so good. And just having a little five-minute meditation every day, say, it feels good knowing that I'm not alone today. You know, just, just saying that, I think, can be a real miraculous shift. I love that. And I think that's definitely going to help a lot of people. So the next question kind of ties into what we've already spoken about. So how can we work with our angels and what can we ask for their help with? You know, I think there's nothing that's too big. Um, and of course, a miracle says there's no order of difficulty when it comes to a miracle. A miracle is simply a miracle. And a miracle is a moment of shift, of change. And so I think the angels can help us with anything, but it's more down to our capacity to believe it's possible in the first place. So, uh, for example, even right now, I have a cold, right? And so somewhere in, in me, I'm like, there's an installed belief from being a human that colds take, you know, three to four days to go away, right? So I, if, if for me to heal my cold instantly, I would have to really strongly get into the mindset that if I was just to say cold cancel and know it would happen, then it would. Does that make sense? Yeah. So when it comes to the angels, it's kind of like the same thing. We can ask them for something, anything, but we need to meet them halfway with our belief. And so if I was to say, it's so weird because my nose is actually starting to clear up. <laughs> like if, if I was to say, you know, 
angels, thank you for the healing that has already been given to my body. It feels so good to be well. I have to really trust that that's possible, you know, because it's about realizing that I'm worthy of that miracle. So you can ask your angels to help you with anything, but you do need in some way faith to meet it halfway in order for the miracle to usher in. Definitely. So the last question is, if you could give one piece of advice to my listeners who want to become a spiritual teacher themselves, what would it be? Um, be careful what you wish for. <laughs> I, I'm going to be really honest. I think like, um, is I, I actually don't claim the term spiritual teacher. <laughs> and I'll, I'll say why. And it's because I've noticed to this point that whenever I say I am something, the universe will say, okay, I'm going to test you on that. Or oh it, it kind of <laughs> makes sure that I know that. And so I feel confident saying I'm an angel expert because I've studied the theology and the experience of angels for 15 years. But I still don't feel in the same space to say I'm a spiritual teacher. So let me just say that if you want to live more purposefully and live a life that feels aligned with a higher purpose, recognize that the best thing you can do is, um, <laughs> is listen to yourself. You know, your angels will never be able to be heard if you've ignored yourself for 20 years, you know? Like if, if you are ignoring something that's rising up inside of you. So that's the first thing I would say. And then the other thing is um, baby steps. Um, if, and, and what I, was, I mean by that is like going overnight from, you know, working in a customer service job to being full-time spiritual leader is, is not ideal because it's kind of like um, a muscle. And if you think about going to the gym, you know, you're not going to walk in in your first day and deadlift 100 kilos. It's going to take time, energy, effort, focus, and drive to, to eventually get to that space. And doing spiritual work is exactly the same. It's about building up the muscle bandwidth in order for you to be able to hold that space. Uh, so that's what I Does that make sense? Definitely. It's so true. I totally relate to that, that the universe really does test you when you say like, oh, I think like I'm going to call myself this or I'm going to do this. And you're like, damn it. Like, so I totally agree that, yeah, I think, you know, we're all kind of not yeah. gurus, but like, you know, everyone's their own guru. Like it's not necessarily idolizing people. It's saying like, hey, we're all human. We're all here having a human experience. Yeah, of course. So I um, think, I think, um, I always, I, I'm just going to change the, the question if that's okay. Um, well, I'm changing the, the word teacher to leader and I see a real difference between that. Um, you know, I think uh, to be a spiritual leader is to love yourself enough um, to know that you never walk alone, to take baby steps towards building up something that will not only support you, but all those around you. And the recognition that everything that you do for yourself is also an offering up to the world of what is possible. I love that. That's the best answer. Definitely. Yeah. Oh, so thank you so much, Carl, for joining me. It's been such a pleasure to speak to you and find out more about angels. I feel like I've learned so much today as well. So where can my lovely followers find you? 
Um, best place probably kylegray.co.uk, which is my website. And uh, if you sign up for my newsletter, I send an angel message every Monday. Um, so you sign up for that, and you'll you'll get all of me. Um, so that's the best place to go, I would say. Perfect. And also, Kyle's got Instagram and other social media handles if you want to follow what he gets up to every day. Because I always enjoy watching his stories. So <laughs> definitely check out <laughs> <the> Instagram. <laughs> Thanks, Emma. Perfect. Thank you, Kyle. So thank you so much for once again listening to this podcast episode with Kyle. I hope it has really served you and it was great to finally chat, chat with Kyle. As always, you can find out more information about myself and Kyle in the description box down below and all about my life coaching and any other information over on my website, emmamumford.co.uk. So I hope you'll have a fantastic week, whatever you are up to. And I look forward to seeing you next week for another podcast episode. Lots of love, guys. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.